First off, this is the last rooster episode. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, I started it because I thought that there needed to be a quicker and more efficient way for you to get caught up with all types of news each day. So I hope you've enjoyed it. What are we listening to? This is Rooster, where we run you through all the day's news bits, everything and everywhere she asks and I answer. Where's the drama? The South China Sea, where China seized an American naval drone before saying it would be returned, to which Donald Trump tweeted, We should tell China that we don't want the drone they stole back. Let them keep it. Who's together? Investigative agencies and their opinions about Russian hacking. The FBI revealed that it supports the CIA's conclusions that Russian hackers worked to get Trump elected. Who's not happy? President Obama, who in a press conference on Friday, warned Russia about the hack, saying, We can do stuff to you. Who else? Hillary Clinton, who said she thinks that Vladimir Putin's personal beef against her led to Russia's hacking efforts. What do the people want? Four senators, two Democrats and two Republicans, want more resources poured into fighting cybercrime. They're calling on Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to create a Senate Select Committee on Cyber Warfare. And? And in an op-ed for the Washington Post, Hillary's campaign manager John Podesta wrote that the FBI is broken, and he criticized the agency for not following up on the hacks of the DNC. Anything controversial happen? Yeah, North Carolina Governor Pat McCrory signed a bill to limit the power of his successor, Democrat Roy Cooper. What about election stuff? On Monday, the Electoral College will gather in each state to officially elect Trump president. What was surprising? According to a Qualtrics poll, 52% of Republicans believe Trump won the popular vote. In fact, Hillary won by more than 2.8 million votes. What's there to see? The Washington Post new tool, a Google Chrome extension which fact-checks Trump's tweets. Who's going to need new business cards? David Friedman, who was named Trump's ambassador to Israel. He's an ally of Israel's far right and has supported building settlements in the West Bank. Who else? Mick Mulvaney, the South Carolina congressman, was picked to run the budget office. What was something messed up? ISIS carried out a suicide bombing in Yemen that killed at least 49 soldiers. What else? Nine were killed, including a Canadian tourist, when gunmen attacked a castle in Jordan. All four of the attackers were then killed by security forces. What did we learn? That Anne Frank may not have been betrayed. Research by the Amsterdam-based Anne Frank House revealed no evidence that Frank and her family were given up to Nazis. What was uncomfortable? After concern over a chemical leak at an asphalt plant, Corpus Christi, Texas put a four-day ban on drinking local water. That ban was lifted after a test showed no contamination. Who's life getting better for? EpiPen consumers. After a PR fiasco in recent months, Mylan will sell a generic allergy shot at half the price. Who didn't do their job well? The head of Florida's tourism agency, who resigned over a lack of transparency in the group's million-dollar contract with rapper Pitbull. Okay, let's take a quick break. Although the podcast is ending, you can still get in touch at any point. Here, rooster at gmail.com works just fine. Also, all 234 episodes are available, so if at any point you feel like kicking back and reliving the year that was, go ahead, put them on, and start listening for about two and a half days straight. Alright, back to it. Who's in our thoughts? Zsa Gabor, the Hungarian actress who was married eight times and dominated the gossip pages, died at 99. 
Who else? Dr. Henry Heimlich, the man who invented the technique to save people from choking, died at 96. What's going on with the technologies? Google Maps made it easy to find out if locations are wheelchair accessible. Who has beef? Uber in California, the company is going to defy the state by continuing its self-driving car program in San Francisco. Who's outraged? Friends of Lefty, the one-antler deer, the animal which had been wandering around northern Manhattan, died during a political battle over whether it should be euthanized. And sports, of course. The University of Minnesota football team backed down from its boycott and demands for apologies over the suspensions of 10 teammates for their alleged involvement in a sexual assault. What else? The MLS announced its plans to expand from 20 to 28 teams over the next few years. And? And 52-year-old Bernard Hopkins lost the final match of his 28-year boxing career after getting knocked out of the ring by Joe Smith Jr. Whose day sucked. Gus Bradley, the Jaguars coach, was fired Sunday following the team's ninth straight loss. Bradley went 14-48 and 48 in his four seasons with the team. Who else? Brock Osweiler, the Texans quarterback who signed a $72 million contract in the offseason, was benched in favor of Tom Savage, who led the team to a comeback victory. Who's in big trouble? The Princeton men's swimming and diving team, which was suspended for the rest of the year over offensive comments on the team mailing list. Who did a nice job? The Houston Rockets, which set an NBA record with 24 three-pointers in Friday's win over New Orleans. Who's got something to say? Robert Durst, the subject of the HBO documentary series The Jinx, said that he was high on meth when he was caught by a live mic confessing to a murder. You got any gossip for me? I do. Black China announced that she's leaving Rob Kardashian and taking their daughter with her. That came after her Instagram was hacked, and she says it isn't a publicity stunt. What else? Mark Anthony is divorcing his wife, Venezuelan model Shannon DeLima. What are we about to see? Homeland Season 6, which starts January 15th. The trailer was released Friday. Who's feeling good? Disney, Star Wars Rogue One beat expectations by making more than $150 million in North America in its opening weekend, though it was $100 million short of last year's The Force Awakens. Is that it? Yeah, that's really it.